Hello there. I haven't done an update in a while and it felt right to do it today. There's a lot of different things going on that I wanted to make sure you guys are aware of. And those of you that are not premium members, there's probably a lot that you're not aware of. <laughs> so anyway, I'm here. <laughs> there is a part of me that wants to make a joke that for those that thought like a year out from my COVID vaccination, I would surely be something other than healthy and happy and working and feeling as connected as ever, if not more. Um, so yeah, so far the being vaccinated and boosted and all those things has not been a problem and not been a hindrance at all. Um, so good. And for anyone that is having any sort of ill effects from COVID or from the vaccine vaccination um, or boosters, I'm just giving you a big hug. Our systems are so complicated. Our human bodies are very unique, very individual and highly complex. Um, I think that's true with anything. So big hugs to everybody um, that needs it and is having a hard time. I wish nothing but well for everybody. Okay. Even big hugs to those that maybe wanted me to suffer from making my decision. <laughs> that might be a strange place to start off this podcast, but I'm okay with it. <laughs> okay. So what's been going on? Um, let's see. A lot's been going on. Um, this summer I have been... Um, partnering with Jill Lankler. She is a community member. Um, she's traveled with me on our trips and she's amazing. We have, like I do with many of you, we have fascinating conversations. Um, yeah, very, yeah, just use good stuff. Anyway, we decided to create another podcast in addition to this podcast that I, that I do here. Um, so it is called Psyched, P-S-Y-C-H-E-D, and it will launch October 6th of 2022, and we'll have weekly episodes that are offered. So that um, I'm really excited about the titles and the subjects that we have are so good. I mean, they're really, really good. They're very actionable and yet also quite out there. Um, I like Jill and my energy together alongside each other. We have a very complimentary, um, set of philosophies and we also differ in some, in some regards too. And we're definitely our, our own people, our own persons. So that adds some nice, um, dimension to it as well. Anyway, I hope it's new information for you. I hope it's insightful. I hope it's relevant and that you love it. And if you do love it, thank you <laughs> for letting us know that you're enjoying it. Anyway, so that's the Psyched podcast. And that, again, will be released October 6th, 2022. Um, for now, you can actually go to our website. And I'm giggling almost as I say the website. It's psyched.wtf. I didn't even know <laughs> that, that, that that URL was available, but... I mean, I, I think I was on the phone with Jill when I saw it because the dot, the normal dots were dot blank, dot blank were already taken. Um, and I was like, well, we can get this one. We can get this one. And I was like, or there's dot WTF. And we both just started laughing. So that's what we chose. <laughs> so we're the URL literally for, for the, where you can interact with us and, and those types of things is psyched.wtf. So the new episodes will be available wherever you enjoy podcasts. We're going to have them on YouTube. We're going to have them on iTunes. We'll have them on Spotify. So those, for what I understand, the top three that most people use. Um, but you might use others and um, hopefully you're not picking a weird one that isn't available to the, the library system that disseminates it for me. Okay. Um, so there's that. Sorry, I'm fussing with myself. I'm like, why am I wearing a sweatshirt today? Not a great look, but okay. Um Hopefully you're not here for my appearance. Um, what else is going on? The Labyrinth series. Ah, the Labyrinth series. The Labyrinth series I started in the first episode, the first in the series of 12. It's a year-long experience. was released in February. I specifically set up that series so that I have one space where I can offer the most expanded ideas, the biggest revelations in a way that I don't have to self-monitor in a space where, I, where I'm not as my 
as my human Jill going, oh, so-and-so may not understand that yet, or oh, so-and-so might be confused by that, or oh, I hope so-and-so is okay hearing that. I just took all those, I created a space where I can just share the widest, biggest ideas, um, trusting and knowing that whoever says yes to that wants and is open to the widest, biggest ideas. Um, I don't feel like there's anything scary in there, but, but there, there are a lot of weird layers within our humanness at times. And there can be a version of our humanness that gets very upset when it hears something different or contradictory, or that it doesn't like the idea of like, I don't like that idea. Well, there's a lot of ideas that are true that we may not like, right? Um, death, <laughs> pain, <laughs> right? They're real in this reality. And anyway, um, so some are more open to the, the realness and the honesty um, of those big ideas than others. So anyway, that's a separate thing. Um, and where can you find that? Um, I think... I think if you just go to Labyrinth, oh my God, this is so sad that I don't know this. Um, I'll put in the URL, okay, for you. Just look down below for where you can check it out because um, I don't want to stop and find it now. Anyway, so that's the Labyrinth series. So you can start whenever. And I definitely encourage you to start at the, the message one. Um, there's a conversation that's offered with each one uh, by Jill Linkler and Paul Prosper. Um, and there is a mindset meditation that accompanies each message too. Um, anyway, so we're still sharing the live ones. I think we're on message 10 is coming up at this point, maybe message nine. And then that will conclude at the end of January, 2023, but they're not, they're not time-based. They're not like current event based. So they are, they are timeless. <laughs> they're available to you whenever. Um, it's always a good feeling for me when those of you that really do enjoy and are passionate about the biggest, best ideas and theories and philosophies and hypotheses that are on the planet, that those folks are loving the work. Um, that I'm like, yes, because that's how I look at the work too. But I haven't, I haven't experienced as many things as you guys have in terms of what else is out there right now. That's, I've never thought of that as my job to be uh, well, well read and well versed in what others have here or what others have offered here, whether that's Yogananda or even the Buddha, that I didn't study world religions in this lifetime as Jill. And I, in a way I was, I think I did not to like, no, it's not your job to know what else is here. It is not job. Oh, well, is it a job? I don't care if it's a job. It's your job to offer new, bigger, better ideas to assist people and making it and make it easier for them to be their godliness, no matter what is going on in their life, no matter what is going on in the world, no matter what they think is true. That's an actually a nice summary <laughs> of how I of how I look at all of my work. Um, that regularly means saying things that part of you may not want to hear that regularly means offering things that you don't want to be true um and it's always offered with so much love and so much grace i've observed over and over and over again in whether it's private sessions or courses i've taught or um even reactions to the book being your light which is my most recent book um, yes, it's available on Amazon. It's, I think it's a great book. I've gotten great feedback from it and it's easy to read. It's not heavy. Um, but there's something about it when, when I offer something that you don't want to be true or you didn't want to consider, um, or didn't want to know that it's done with so much love that it does make it easier. There's less defensiveness. Um, there's only positive reactions. There's only sometimes a stunned kind of like, whoa, I did not think you were going to say that, or I did not expect that we'd be talking about this today, Jill. You know, there's, there's a lot of, I didn't know I'd think this today. I didn't know I'd, yeah, have this to consider today. Um, that approach is working really well in private sessions, et cetera. And I have one 
incredible example of that. I was um, invited by a close friend and um, fellow practitioner, Paige Lee. She wrote Choose to Believe, um, also on Amazon. And she invited me to be the medium for a mom-child reunion retreat available to parents that have lost their children. And in this case, moms that have lost their children. So I don't normally offer specific mediumship. Um, I have a lot of reasons why, why I haven't done that, but mediumship is a part of my repertoire and mediumship um, does come through in the regular work that I do, but I don't, I'd never offered it as a separate thing. But given how it went at the mom-child reunion, I decided to offer it as a separate thing. So you can literally go to jillreneefeeler.com forward slash mediumship to consider that offer. Um, Cause this is what happened. I'm at the dining room table. We actually hosted the retreat at my place in McCall, my husband and my place up there. So we're at the kitchen table. There's four moms plus Paige plus me. And we're all at the table together. And for some reason, I was led to, to do it that way. And I took turns with each of the mom letting their child come through. Um, there were a couple times where the child said to me, Jill, I need you to get out of the way. Because there was a part of me that was concerned that their mom may not want to hear that, may not be ready to hear that. Um, or any other hesitation that I had. So I heard them, uh, their child, and I trusted, and I did get out of the way. And what happened was so perfect. So one of the moms said that she, she felt like she met with every medium on the planet since her son had passed. And I mean, there's a, there's a testimonial on that, on that webpage. She said, I've never felt as close to Jeff, her son, as I did in that reading. And there was another mom, um, her child had died by suicide. That one was rough. Uh, that was rough for me. I think it was rough for all the moms and nothing compared to the, the experience that, that that mom has had um, going through the loss of her, of her son in this way. And he definitely, um, he was like, Joe, you I need you to get out of my way. I need to be able to say these things to my mom. And I did. I got out of the way and it was, it was hard. It was rough. I let a lot of him come through. I could feel there was one point where he was crying and I was sort of off to the side, but still in my energy field, recognizing that, wow, this isn't how I cry. This, these aren't words I would use. This isn't how I would say something as my Jill. Um, and I was, there was definitely a part of me that was concerned about his mom and how she, whether this was helping or making things worse, right? Um, but I, I did trust him and I'm so glad I did because she said, I've, for this, she said, for the first time, I understand more where he was at when he decided to take his life. And I've never understood that until now. I understood from her that it wasn't about liking his answers. It wasn't about, okay, now I get it. Now I'm, now I'm happy it happened this way. It's that the brain wants understanding, right? And when we can provide that understanding that helps the healing process and helps the moving on process and helps the connection process with their child, that, that means everything to me. So it was, I, I had never even heard the term physical medium. I didn't even know what that was, but apparently for those of you that don't know, it's when the medium allows that soulfulness to come through in a way that is physical. It, where your, your, your sound changes. I, I believe they still use my voice as Jill. I have the recordings. I'm pretty sure that's true, but there was enough of the affect of their soulfulness that felt different to them. And one of the moms that I did first, she said, you changed with every reading. And Paige has been around mediumship and 
and the effect on the on the um the client enough she said you did physical mediumship better like i didn't even know you could do that like that was amazing you let yourself become their child um part of me is still let's just say humbled and intimidated by that role um because the last thing i want to do is make a horrible situation worse but so far <laughs> that hasn't happened um so far it's made their situation and their sense of themselves and their sense of their child better and for that reason i'm willing to do um those sessions i I don't know for how long I'll do them. I I wasn't worn out afterwards, but I I mean I I normally get charged up in spirit because I'm not this isn't about my Jill and my human energy system. This is about the God grid that I believe we all have access to and that I I let myself be a part of in all of my work. Um it's I just don't know if they'll always feel as helpful, but I'll always try. Um, I should, I will, I always try. I was just, I think I was just about to say, I don't know how long I'll offer those um, because I want that opportunity for myself. If it doesn't feel like it's, if, if in any way I'm being compromised in the process, I'm not going to do it. Obviously I have self-love as well. I'm not a murder. Um, anyway, so that's going on. More um, mediumship opportunities. Uh, with the regular private sessions, I did change all of the regular private sessions to a half hour versus I'm no longer offering the hour session. Um, if somebody really wants to, those of you that I meet with, uh, you know, on your birthday or whatever, if you want to book um, two sessions back to back, you can. But I just feel like there's so much that we get done in a half hour. I know it's more conversational. It can be more conversational and we have more time in an hour for sure. Um, but I just feel like it's efficient and effective for both of us to do what we need to do slash want to do in a half hour. Um, anyway, so there's that, um, travel. I think you guys know I love travel. I love meeting you guys. I love hanging out with you. There is a very special group of beings that, that say yes to our travel and I, feel zero credit about that, maybe a tiny bit of credit, but all I know is I love you guys <laughs> and we have so much fun together. And anyways, and I love travel. So, and I, I've been told I put together amazing trips and I, I think that's true. Um, anyway, so we have a trip to Mexico, to the Yucatan, February 9th through February 16th. I only have two spots left in the casita. All the villa spots are taken. We're doing it in a very kind of soul family, joyful souls kind of trip. We're not doing all inclusive resorts, but I did look at that. Um, I'm just like, let's just do a villa. I mean, and I did a little small group uh, intro or invite to those that are in, um, those that have traveled with me before and those, anyway, I can't even remember who I said that invite to, but they were like, yeah, let's do the villa. So anyway, there's um, I think 11 spots total. Um, so I'll be there, obviously. And my husband's coming this time. He's enjoying his retirement slash sabbatical. He's still deciding which it is. <laughs> anyway, so he'll be traveling with me. There's a couple other uh, uh, couples that are coming, uh, persons and their spouses. And yeah, there's two spots left in the casita, the guest house part of the villa. It's oceanfront. It's beautiful snorkeling there. I've stayed in that exact villa. Um, gosh, it would have been... I think V was maybe seven. Uh, so like that was a long time ago. Oh my God, that was in like 2008. Anyway, so that's a long time ago. Um, I'm excited to go back. I love where we're going and you can explore that at jillreneefeeler.com forward slash Mexico trip 2023. Um, jillreneefeeler.com forward slash Mexico trip 2023. I'll smoosh together that last part. Um, I can add another villa so that if others want to come and want the ocean view rooms, the casita does not have ocean views, but um, I don't think we're going to spend much time in our rooms anyway. Um, anyway, so I, I'm asking the, the company I'm working through to look at another villa for us. I know there's one two doors down that I've always been kind of gawking at. Um, every time I've gone down there, um, 
the other house is amazing, but it's, it is smaller. It has less beds and less bedrooms. So anyway, I can add another one. If you want to join, just reach out to me and let me know. I'm uh, close to hopefully close. I always sit close and then it ends up being a month because there's a lot of details, but um, I've shifted some things around. I was going to do another Mary Magdalene uh, sacred trip to France in September, 2023. And that doesn't feel right. Um, Veronique Flayol is the local guide and fellow Mary Magdalene uh, soul sister um, that I love to work with. And she was letting me know and kind of prepping me that the the accommodation situation in France and the way the hotels are, um, they just get really jittery. Like, no, we need to know exactly how many are coming. We need you to pay this amount up front. And, um, you know, with COVID and probably uh, workforce issues like all of us seem to be facing, they, it just feels, I don't, I, I can't guarantee, I don't feel comfortable guaranteeing a number with my trips. I just don't. Um, yeah, I mean, I've gone to Greece with eight people and literally lost money. <laughs> and I, I was like, are we going anyway? Even though I only have eight of us and I'm not going to make money on this trip. <laughs> Making money, lucky for you guys, is not my top priority, but it is on the list. It's just further down. Anyway, so yeah, we went to Greece. I lost money. It was awesome. <laughs> it was fine. Um, and yeah, anyway, so um, I'm not comfortable going to France right now with that situation. And it just... It's been weirdly, it just feels like that trip is not coming together. So I'm going to push that to possibly early June. Maybe I don't want to be gone over Georgia's birthday though. So maybe late May-ish and back by June 10th um, in 2024, which seems like so long from now, I know. Um, so instead, I think for September next year, we will do, or maybe late September, but we'll do Machu Picchu. And I've have a great travel company I found we'll do um, we will do shamanic ceremonies with the with the local shamans um, at Machu Picchu and I'm I'm excited about that and being alongside them and and obviously myself offering um, my own version of interpretation of what that site is what it means in a timeless essence why it was created uh, what we were like as as souls um, when Machu Picchu was um, an up-and-comer <laughs> civilization and community, uh, why we built things the way we built. Um, I When I create that opportunity for myself to share that, it is normally new information, new discovery type information, which a lot of you love. Um, I will admit that is that part of my job is harder to do when I have an, a, I don't want to say so-called, but let's just say um, well-trained conventional expert, right? Because they're not a so-called expert, they're a conventional expert. Those individuals are hired by us to be that role, to play that role of the conventional historian. What is what do the historians say about this? What's the current thinking about these things, which isn't always transcendent thinking, right? So it is some it's sometimes harder for me than others to to because I don't want to be rude, you guys. There is I have not found a nice way yet to <laughs> it's just hard. Can you imagine? Okay, so let's let's just play this out. So we're in Egypt, an amazing Egyptologist. She's adorable and beautiful inside and out. Zina was her name. Um, she's an author. She's written fictional stories that are very, um, they just sound beautiful. She's beautiful. And when we go to a site, she is sure she has the full two hours of, of our time to talk about what she wants us to know about these places. And I'm always, I'm doing my best saying, okay, so we're here for two hours. Okay, you get 20 minutes. And then I want 40 minutes for them just to feel themselves in the space. And then I'll take the remainder of the time to, to feel my feels and share that, which is regularly new information. It's new discoveries. It's very soulful. It's not brain oriented. It helps you feel the essence of who and what created these temples and why. It connects us to a timeless essence of ourselves. There's no way Zena can know that ahead of time. She's 
she's another hired expert in our in the team of experts that we hire when we travel. Um, she can't know that, and she doesn't know me. Um, yeah, so it's just <laughs> it's such a bummer. So there's a part of me that what happens is I get my biggest insights about a place that we were like when I'm sharing with my premium members and it in a separate message two weeks later, a month later, not there. So maybe we just don't even have the, oh my God, I actually love that idea. So maybe when we go to Egypt next time, we don't have the Egyptologist. And for those of you that want the Egyptologist view, maybe you don't come on that trip. I think that's probably the best answer because it's a, it's a battle of time. Um, they don't understand what I'm doing. They don't appreciate why I would even want to share. Um, and they don't understand why we want to walk around, why we would want to walk around without knowing their story of what this place is and its history and what it means according to them. Right. Um, yeah, I'll have to talk to my tour manager about that. I, yeah, if that, I mean, would we be less welcomed at a site if we didn't have the Egyptologist? I don't think it'd be a problem. Anyway, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. So for Machu Picchu, we will, I mean, I'll have, will we, I'll ask for a no guide there too. And I'll ask for um, the ceremony because I am curious and I, I know that we can get amazing uh, energy from, from and with along bringing our own energy to things. I know that can be a positive experience. So having that opportunity feels really good. And then, so we could do their ceremonies, we could do our ceremonies. Um, and I've asked him to, to, for Machu Picchu, sorry, we've flipped to Machu Picchu now. I've asked him to add an add-on of an Amazon cruise. Um, I love our now cruises <laughs> when we go to Egypt and the idea of an Amazon cruise just feels so awesome. Um, we probably won't do some of the, the like Titicaca types of things. Um, that's not on my agenda right now. And I feel okay about that. Um, I mean, it's, it feels impossible to go somewhere and go everywhere you need to go, but I, I do my, <laughs> I try my hardest at that. So anyway, so Machu Picchu will be September, 2023 are the dates that it's looking like. I think the pricing is going to be pretty good. Um, I was able to finally help him understand like, no, I need your wholesale prices. Cause I, I have other, <laughs> I have other add-ons that I want to add for them and I need your wholesale rates and then I can give you guys a better deal. Um, anyway, so that's good. Let's see what else. So Egypt, we'll do Egypt again in probably late February, maybe early March of 2024. Yeah. And then France in June, that feels good. Yeah, I like that. Um, premium membership is still available. I definitely uh, will be increasing the rates on that. Given everything that we do there, there's it just feels wrong to still have it at what I priced it out at uh, three years ago or four years ago, whenever we started that years ago, which was just $14 a month. And I keep adding on like, oh, yeah, let's do this. Let's do an open house. Let's do practitioner group coaching. Let's do, and maybe I'll have different tiers for those that... Um, Oh yeah, this. Oh my God. Okay. So part of me wants to offer a separate membership tier for those that want more insider information on the industry. And that could be fellow practitioners that want insight and guidance and um, online workshops, right? Related to how this industry works. I have a business background and some of <laughs> some of what I see, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> but then, you know, we all have choices. Um, the varying degrees of professionalism in the space, the, the weird contradiction that happens um, in the, in the space when, when there's a telesummit and I, I, I was supposed to do a certain telesummit and then it ended up, where they were like, oh no, you don't need to do a special offer. Cause I was like, can we just do an interview? I don't really, I'm less interested in the special offer part. I just want to have a conversation with another consciousness, consciousness, you know, pro and offer that to her audience. Would she be interested? And they're like, oh yeah, that's fine. Yeah. It doesn't, you don't have to have an offer. And then 
we literally were supposed to record this day and we had a, the date to do the do the pre-record event for her telesummit. And she's like, I don't have notes on your special offer. What's your special offer? And I was like, oh, I was I was under the impression that you were okay with an interview without a special offer. Um, and she was like, oh, no, we don't do that. And then it was so interesting because she, she could feel her own contradiction of, I'm not into this for the money, but I don't want you to be here unless you're going to do something that's, that I can make money at. <laughs> it was so surreal, the conversation to just watch her, you know, reside and spin in a way in this contradiction. And I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not bothered that you want to make money. I'm just letting you know that that isn't what I was told by your assistant. So do you want to do an interview right now uh, where there's not a special offer or would you rather like we not do this today? And she was like, yeah, this doesn't, this doesn't fit with what my telesummit is for <laughs> or what the platform that I built is for or something like that. And I'm like, I totally, I respect that. That's fine. Right. So, and she's very popular. <laughs> I mean, like, I think any of you that do telesummits and, um, I, yeah, it's, there's weirdness that happens behind the scenes, right? Anyway, um, and the other side of it, and I, I still am torn, uh, within myself about what to do with this, but <sighs> there's a close friend who's also a fellow practitioner and she asked me in May, did you watch the Teal Swan doc on Hulu? And I think it's within the True Believers series. She's like episode three. Um, and I was like, no, <laughs> no. I know there's some crossover. I don't know how much uh, between my audience and Teal's, but I don't think it's much. Um, so I, I told her no. I was like, no, I haven't watched it. And then I watched it and I was just like, oh, my God. Oh, I just feel so much compassion and uh, also cringe, uh, literally, at what I saw in that doc and just what's going on there energetically and what I think she's trying to do, but what's actually happening. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I could literally do a reading on Teal, but there's a part of me like that doesn't feel appropriate. I don't, I'm very hesitant to use my gifts that way. They didn't ask for reading. It feels there's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of access I have, right, to another person um, with my abilities. And I never want to misuse that privilege and that gift. Um, and I might be overthinking it. <laughs> it may be like, no, if anyone can have an opinion about anyone, why, why, if this, if it could be helpful, right? Um, where someone that, I don't know, I just, I just don't, if it's just gossipy, it doesn't feel like a good use of my time either, but it is curious, right? How I do feel okay about the idea that w under the umbrella of beings that have demonstrated gifts, how they can be operated and applied in a way that ends up being repressive subversive, toxic, and looking very ungodly based on my version of godliness, how is that possible, right? Because there's a lot of people that think, oh, if they're gifted, they must be godly. <laughs> no. Oh my God, I've got stories. And you guys probably have stories too. So having a tier membership where we can have that sort of safe, loving space where we are clear that we're not trying to trash anybody we're trying to understand <laughs> like this reality and giftedness in this reality. And um, I mean, that could be really helpful, right? So uh, yeah, anyway, so that could be interesting. Um, I don't want to do research on a whole bunch of other teachers. So I, I wouldn't be interested if you guys were like, okay, can you do a reading for this person? Or what do you think of that person's work? If I, especially if I've never heard of them, I, I don't want it to feel like my job, like I need to go get to know all of these people I've never heard of or have heard of, but I'm just, I don't, I don't feel led to get to know them. And I respect that you have, and that's totally fine. I hope you got amazingness out of it and nothing but good. Um, anyway, so yeah, I'm thinking about that. So if you guys are interested in something like that, let me know. Some of you guys have great ideas of 
of how, like, what if you did this? And some of your ideas are way better than mine, so I'm open to those. Um, but the regular membership with the monthly messages and the open houses, um, the online open house that we do, I, I love that space for us. Um, oh yeah, one little insertion here. For those of you that are in the Labyrinth series, um, I have heard from, from at least a few of you, like, I'm behind <laughs> and you're like feeling bad about it. Don't feel bad. Summer was hopefully a busy, glorious time for a lot of you that are in the Northern Hemispheres. And those of you that had winter <laughs> in the Southern, <laughs> my, my Kiwis, <laughs> right? Those folks. Um, I hope that, I hope that you had a great winter. <laughs> it's almost over. Um, anyway, for anyone that got behind for any reason, please don't fret. Don't worry. Just if you get the notice about message 10, just listen to message 10. I mean, I, I trust you. There's no risk in going out of order. I like it better in order. It was designed to go in order, but so were meals and sometimes starting with dessert and then having appetizer and maybe even skipping the entree is just fine. <laughs> sometimes it's great and playful and feels even better. Feels all risky and rebellious and delicious. <laughs> Okay, um, let's see what else. Let me just feel into this. Oh, some of you might be curious how my husband's retirement and uh, slash sabbatical is going. It's going great. Um, oh my God, he's, <laughs> it's so cute. He went to, uh, somebody else was leaving the company as well that, that he helped to, to sell. And they had like a goodbye lunch or something and he showed up. And I guess, I mean, they've known him for what, 10 years now? And they're like, oh my God, Jeff, like you're a different person. You seem so relaxed. You're all tan. I mean, you're just like, wow. <laughs> right. So it shows that he's just really enjoying this. If this is a break, then it's a break. If it's a permanent break, that's a permanent break from that kind of responsibility. But um, he's definitely getting interesting, compelling offers. Some of them are full-time to go back into a full-time position. And Anyway, he's just like, oh, I don't even think I want that. So anyway, we'll just see what happens. But we're in a blessed situation where he doesn't have to go back to work. It will definitely affect how many new cars he can buy. He's got a car problem. <laughs> he's got a car car passion problem. His, his hobbies are way more expensive than mine. Um, anyway, or his passions are way more expensive. But maybe not because I love to travel and I love doing upgrades to a house. <laughs> maybe we're even. Anyway, um Let's see. So that's good. The girls are good. Uh, v's starting her junior year of college. She's still studying chemistry and she has a minor in music and her physics professor just asked her if she'd consider adding physics as a minor, um, which is awesome. I, I get starry eyed around physicists. I have to say there's something about a physics, somebody, a physicist or somebody who studied physics. There's just I just love it. I always love those people. If I get to sit next to one of them on a plane, I'm always like, if I just just put your headphones on if I get to be too much, but I love the conversations with physicists. I do. Um, and I love my conversations with V. So there you go. Um, George is doing great. She's going to graduate from high school early. She's doing online. Um, she, her daycare position, she ended up being this little toddler and infant whisperer at the daycare that she was working at, the daycare closed. So that was super sad. Um, and I think she was really bummed. And I think all of the parents that she was, the kind of teacher for um, Esther to Nanny or babysit or where are you going to go next and we'll follow you to that daycare. Um, anyway, so, but she decided to go into the, she's a hostess in a sports bar and they make good tips and um, anyway, it's complicated, but you know, she's 17, so 17 going on 30. <laughs> so, but she's doing great with the online school and she's considering her next steps. She might do, she might become the most amazing tattoo artist in the world. Um, she might decide to do something more conventional in college. She's very creative. She's amazing with people, amazing with people. And now she's proven herself that she's amazing from babies all the way up in age. So, um, yeah, she's charming and outgoing and just, spectacular. I'm so honored to be the parent of my two kids, my two kids and Samson too. Um, Sam's doing okay. He's, he's on more pain medications on a regular basis. And that's sad. He'll be 13 in February and he's a big golden. So yeah, lots of panting kind of stuff and 
He didn't want to go on a walk this morning, so that's kind of sad. Um, actually, it's totally sad. Anyway, Sam, I've got you, buddy. I'm on, I'm on your side. I'll be watching you. So we're just trying to keep him as comfortable as possible and, um, yeah, just trying to keep his quality of life as, as high as we can um, out of love and honor for him. Yeah. Okay, I think that's it. Uh, the website, as you guys know, is jovenifeeler.com. We have the community site at jrfcommunity.com. The Psyched podcast launches October 6th and will be weekly. And you can start poking around there a little bit at psyched.wtf. And I'm just going to give myself a moment to see if there's anything else. Oh, yeah, the guest interviews. Um, I have done... I started an outreach about a couple months ago with a virtual assistant to offer <laughs> me on different people's podcasts. And then I reached out as well to some of my favorite podcasts and ones that I listen to and enjoy and beings that I respect and know who they are and was just curious if they, uh, if they would be in interested in a transcendent conversation with me. So I just divinely inspired, wrote a little kind of cold call, emailed some of them, and there is one coming out soon with a name that most of you know, and it's very cool. <laughs> anyway, so I'm not going to say who it is, because there is a part of me going, maybe because we already recorded it. We recorded it September 22nd, and there is a part of my jail going, maybe he didn't like it, and it's not ever going to be released. <laughs> yes, there is sufficient humility in my jail. I think he did like it though. Um, but it's short. His podcasts are only 20 or like 45 minutes long. So it, it felt short. Um, but I, I, I mean, <laughs> these conversations are kind of hard to get in there and kind of move quickly through them in the 45 minutes. Um, anyway, but I think it went well. I hope it went well. And I hope his audience really likes it. And I hope that your audience, uh, that uh, your audience, that you guys enjoy it, that this community and this soul family appreciates it as well. Um, yeah, so those have been fun. And hopefully there's others that come too. We'll see. Anyway, I like sharing these new operating systems with more people, hoping that they will help people get out of their own way and feel and operate for more of their transcendence as immediately as they can without all of these other operating systems that are, that don't lead people where they, where they think it's going to, they take way too long. So they take way too long. They don't work. And why do them then? Right. Um, unless it's just for the experience. I don't know. I mean, it's not that it's a waste of time. It's that if, if that goal, of operating in a transcendent godly matter is really your goal, then I would hope that you'd be honest with yourself that you would want to do what actually works, right? Without all these other, oh, just frustrating storylines of you have to leave your day job. You have to, you know, get totally retrained in things you didn't even know were, were real or true or possible and become a practitioner in those things. No, you don't. No, you don't. Jesus didn't. And we don't need to now either. Jesus literally was still a carpenter. And nobody, <laughs> nobody in that timeline, and he wouldn't have listened anyway, probably would have told him, like, yeah, you really, like, you can't be a carpenter anymore. You're clearly a healer. Come, let me certify you in my modality. And I will help you get out of that boring day job that you didn't come here to be a carpenter, Jesus. Who do you, you know, come on, let's, Let's get you where you really need to be and what you and really help you be what your soul wanted you to be in this lifetime. Gross. Gross. There's nothing wrong with him being a carpenter. There's nothing wrong with you being in any job that you make a living at. And if there's something that you wish you could make a living at, what if you never make a living at that? Are you judging yourself incredibly harshly for trying to make a business work? that there aren't enough people possibly to support your business and all the other people that may do that, right? I don't think there's enough healing clients for all of us as healers. I just don't. Um, that isn't that isn't me trying to be mean. That's me trying to be realistic. And I, I have the background to look at those sorts of things. My economics degree and why I went into business helped me see the, the fundamentals of, yeah, this won't work. And there's more and more healers being pumped out of this new age enlightenment, so-called enlightenment machine. 
every every year and i'm fine with that if if those individuals are being honest with themselves that okay you may never make your money back on the investment of these certifications do you know that are they telling you that right it's <sighs> yeah okay <laughs> yeah my little rant for the day anyway um i guess that's it yeah so we would probably be doing that in the um in that practitioner level or you know behind the curtain kind of uh model of that that membership too now some of you might be thinking but why would you want to why do a membership why do that because i need containers people if i don't have a container for something it won't get done <laughs> ask anybody that works with me this is 100 percent true um and i'm just that way and i can come up with reasons one of them being that literally i'm all water signs <laughs> literally pisces cancer scorpio those are my three signs i'm all freaking water <laughs> so the work i do the way i offer it the offerings those those are my containers for my jill in these transcendent ways if i don't have a container for it it doesn't get done um and I want some, I want some of those things to get done because I want them to be insightful and useful and um, sometimes telling you the truth that maybe no one else will. Um, that parent that those parents at that amazing mom child reunion that that connected with their child. Um, I'm so glad I had that container. I feel so honored that I got to be there for them and for their child. <sighs> Okay. <laughs> okay. So if it looks too businessy, I'm sorry. That's, that's the way I work. Um, there are freebies that I do at times on actually, this is a freebie right here, right? Um, if you follow me on Instagram, there uh, can be a little wave, <laughs> a little wave of inspired ideas that I post on. Um, and of course on Facebook and stuff, but uh, I just go in and out of waves of interest and in sharing there. Um, so there you go. <laughs> okay, I love you guys so much. It's an honor to be on the planet with you. I am always going to be a champion of your transcendence, your godliness, your gloriousness, um, knowing it's there, even when you don't feel it, even when you're not acting like it. I know mine, mine is there even when I'm not feeling it and when I'm not acting like it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good how it works that way. <laughs> how it's always there even when we can deny it. Uh, and it's okay to deny it. You're not being judged harshly for that. This is earth and you're in a human body suit and it's complicated AF. So <laughs> you're totally okay. Okay. All right. I love you guys. Um, I guess another little um, shameless plug here. For those of you that are very interested in the afterlife um, and our version of what really happens there because I, I've demonstrated I'm willing to tell you the truth even when it's something I wish were not true. Um, the transcendence teachings are probably the best place to get that. So if you just uh, do an internet search for Jill Renee Feeler transcendence teachings, that special offer is still available through John Burgos's Beyond the Ordinary. So if you go into Beyond the Ordinary and look at, uh, there's an upper menu on his site for Marketplace. Um, and then just search for Joe Renee Feeler, scroll through. He's got a, a bevy of amazing teachers there. Um, and obviously I'm opinionated about what I offer and what I, what I, what I feel works, what I know works, what I've observed works, given all the clients I've been working with for over 10 years. I have, a, I have over 10 years of observational research on what works people. And I, I'm happy to share that. That the results of that research with you by only offering what what I have seen work and what I know works or I wouldn't be offering it anyway. So um, why am I pushing you to John Burgos's site to buy something for me? Um, John helped me meet many of you. I I don't care that he gets 50 cents on every dollar that I make. That's the model for the telesummits. And again, some of you may not have known that either. Um, it's a distribution channel. He has access to audience that I don't have access to that never knew me and that say yes to me. And we're still friends all these, all these years. I mean, those clients, those, those are community members years later. 
We travel together. We have a great time together. And so many of them met me on John's show. So I'm grateful to that. I am, I am, I'll admit hopeful that some of these podcast interviews with other beings that have maybe very different audiences and different community members that that may be similar that they go, Oh my God, you, I just heard you talk. And there was something about your voice or there was something about your eyes or, Oh my God, I, I think I was just thinking that morning what you said in that interview. And I, I like, wow, I'm so glad. I'm so glad to know you. So glad to meet you. Right. So that could happen in these other forums too. I don't know. Um, but I like the conversations anyway, so that's fine. But anyway, so, um, I, I'm not bothered at all about you guys um, considering the Transcendence Teachings course. It's all online. It's all in video and in audio, which is nice. I think there's transcripts for it too. I can't remember if I did transcriptions for this. Anyway, the materials are amazing. We did not hold back. There's some disturbing information there. Uh, some of you may, I've definitely heard from people that they needed to pause it and like take a day and just go, oh my God, like, I'm stunned, stunned at the revelations in the first half hour of the first, the first recording, by the way, the first, the first item of, I can't remember how many, how many recordings are in that one. It might be four or five, but anyway, even in the first 30 minutes of the first one, I was literally like, oh my God, um, just absolutely floored. And yet going, this makes so much sense. Uh, so yeah, not my favorite part of my job, but if it's all for the liberating of, of authentic light from within the human and within our source energy into this, into themselves and into this reality, I will say what needs to be said. <laughs> yeah. And have a hug ready to go for you if you need it in those instances of being bummed because you thought you knew what was true and you liked maybe that version. You wanted it to be true. Yeah. But your light is always true. Okay. Alrighty, I think that's it. I'm calling it a wrap. <laughs> this went longer than I wanted, than, that I wanted, than I expected it to. I had more to share. And sorry, it was slow. I don't rehearse. I have no notes and it shows. <laughs> anyway, I love you guys. Bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. And praying for your, your health and wellness and safety. Um, we've got another, the hurricane was in Nova Scotia and Paul said that they, you know, it was rough and it's making its way down. And I guess Florida's next. So big hugs to all of you in Florida or anyone affected by any storm or any anything i just this is a rough place here people and um just saying prayers for all of us literally i say a prayer for the safety and well-being of humanity <laughs> and all members within it <laughs> okay i love you guys bye bye